0: In this episode, the latest travel headlines, an adventurous tale from India's Holly Festival to Nepal closing their borders, and America's seemingly invincible spring breakers. Welcome to the War Nomads podcast, delivered by War Nomads, the travel lifestyle and insurance brand. It's not your usual travel podcast. It's everything for the adventurous, independent traveller. Hi, it's Kim and Phil with you shelving our destination episodes to focus on how the coronavirus is affecting the travel industry and also hear stories from nomads affected by it. And at the time of recording, 218,000 people globally have the virus. We're working from home. We're in the wardrobe. (laughs) Now, some of the headlines include more than 21 million people in California being ordered to stay home while Mexico and Israel have evacuated
1: travellers stranded in Peru. All right. And the cruise company Carnival has offered up its ships as uh, floating hospitals. We're talking about going on a war footing. Anyway, uh, and while the coronavirus continues to affect travel plans, people are spending their time in lockdown or self-isolation, booking cheap flights, as you do. As an example, cross-country flights in the US are going for uh, under $100 and you can save up to 35% on domestic flights in Australia. This is all at the time of recording.
0: How quickly does it happen, Phil? I mean,
1: you know, you could be on air all the time doing this, couldn't you?
0: Yeah, live stream with Kim and Phil from The Wardrobe. <laughs> but, look, we know governments prefer us to stay at home, just like the Californians we just mentioned earlier. But spring breakers in Florida don't appear too worried about the virus.
1: Whatever happens, happens. With the bars being closed, bar. you know, we'll find alternatives. Unfortunately, it does suck. Yeah, bar. but the bars and restaurants are closed. But we'll find ways out it. for Like, it's really messing up with my spring break. What is there to do here other than go to the bars or the beach? And they're closing all of it. It's really messing up. I think they're blowing it way out of proportion. I think it's doing
0: way too much. I mean, it sucks, but we're going to make the best we're of it. We're enjoying
1: ourselves. Now. This virus ain't that serious. It's, serious. it's more serious things out there, like hunger and poverty. We need to address yes, that. Boy, we're just living for the moment. We're just going for We're just going to do what happens, when it happens. When stuff closes, we're going to do it when it closes.
0: Yeah, I mean, we planned this a long time ago, and it was kind of up in the air if we were going to still go. But, like, we're here. I just turned 21 this year, so I'm here to party, so it's kind of disappointing. But we're just making the most of it.
1: Oh, being young isn't guaranteed immunity or intelligence. (laughs) In fact, babies are even catching it. To control the coronavirus outbreak in the Netherlands, virtually all restaurants and bars were being ordered to shut their doors until April 6th. It's going to be a very thirsty time. But within minutes of the announcement, lines stretched around the block with people stocking up on weed at the cafes to get them through the lockdown. <laughs> so not worried about toilet paper then? <laughs> no, just rolly papers.
0: Okay. Are you ready for a story? Yeah, go on. Susie is a travel photographer and was on a photography tour of India and Nepal when everything went into lockdown. Now, this is a cut-down version of her epic adventure. Oh, well, it's been a bit of a
2: saga. I um, left Australia actually originally on the 1st of February for a couple of months of travel and I did some travel in Europe and went and took some photos in Norway in the Lofoten Islands. And there were a few murmurings around about a bit of a strange bug going on in China. Um, The only questions that came up through customs and passport control was about travel to China. So uh, nobody was too concerned, really. Uh, And then uh, I came home at the end of February for a three-day quick turnaround just to change my Arctic Circle clothes for my India linens and pick up my partner um, where we were heading to India and Nepal for a month Uh, and the plan was to go to really to photograph the Holi festivals um, in India. We headed to a place called Mathura which is the the birthplace of Shiva. So um, very an ancient, um, very cultural religious based town where they have some famous pre-Holi celebrations uh, and Two neighbouring villages. It's a long story as to what the um, what the festival is rooted in, but um, it's celebrated in two neighbouring towns, about uh, a day apart. So, uh, on day one, we were sort of pretty pumped. Uh, we knew there'd be big crowds. Everybody throws coloured powder. We had our disposable clothing on, uh, and as we were driving to the first village, our um, fabulous guide said, oh, look, I should tell you that the um, Prime Minister has said he won't be attending Holi because he's worried about crowds uh, and worried about coronavirus. And we went, oh, coronavirus. okay, is it in India? And they said, no, no, but everybody in the world seems to be getting a bit worried about it. So we've got some masks for you and you'll need masks because at Holi, people touch your face. So we put our masks on and we sort of thought that was all a bit of a novelty and we were driving along in the car and I actually, I took a very rare selfie because my face was covered and uh, posted it on Instagram saying, you know, Oh, coronavirus warning, um, going to the Holly festival, uh, what could possibly go wrong? Um, and curiously that was about my last social media communication for about a week because everything went crazy from then on. Um, The Holly Festival went really well in terms of coronavirus, but uh, we got caught in a human stampede, unfortunately, when about 10,000 people were stopped by police from moving in one direction. It created this huge bottleneck and I ended up um, dragged into a shop with the shopkeepers trying to push me out and my guide trying to drag me in. The next day, with a mild case of post-traumatic stress disorder, we decided to harden up and attend the festival in the next city because surely that couldn't happen again. And we did that. There was a place called Nandagon, where the best photos are to be taken of Holly, headed off to Varanasi. Um, and while we were there, there wasn't much talk of corona. We did hear that there was an Italian fellow in Agra, obviously visiting the Taj Mahal, um, that had tested positive And subsequently his travelling group which was 14 Italian people um, were taken into quarantine. Undeterred, we soldiered on. We flew to then to Delhi to head to a place called Chandigarh. And while we were in the air, we landed. Uh, this, the situation was changing. We landed, and only to find that the local government had, or the local police there, had closed off the festival, which was essentially the whole town. And our hotel was in the middle of it. So it was closed to foreigners. We couldn't get into our hotel. Uh, so we had to hatch a new plan quickly. We got cars. Uh, our, again, our amazing guides, four-wheel four, four wheel drives rolled up and we got into two each in a convoy and we headed for the next place on our itinerary, which was Amritsar. And then we had some time to fill because of our changed itinerary. So we took a vote, decided we'd head to Jaipur, which is lovely. Um, We uh, first found out that Nepal, where we were headed on the Monday, was closing its borders to foreigners and suspended all visas. So we started then trying to contact airlines. So basically we were all, um, at that point, stuck there with no um, relief in relation to our existing tickets and every airline office was closed for the weekend. We woke up on the Saturday morning and again undeterred, thought we'd head for the Taj Mahal, which was still open. We got to Agra and we got to our Radisson Hotel and we went up and handed over our passports. And as we were checking in, an advice came through uh, to say that India were closing down all the state borders um, and checking foreigners and would quarantine foreigners trying to cross into other states. But we needed to get an international flight out. We needed to be in Rajasthan or Delhi. And we needed to be there really quickly (laughs) and started this race to Delhi. (laughs) And it felt like being a fugitive. And we got back to Delhi about, decided we'd go straight to the airport. There were some flights going out with our airlines that night. We weren't confident about getting on them, but we thought we might be able to actually talk to someone from the airlines. Anyway, ultimately, we had to just book our own, book new fares home. And thankfully, everybody was able to manage to do that within 24 hours. We came home via Bangkok thinking, that's over. And the last little um, piece of uh, icing on the cake was arriving and landing at Melbourne, sitting on the tarmac uh, to have the staff announce, could everybody please take their seat? There's a medical situation on board. Ten minutes later, a man in a hazmat, a health official in a hazmat suit and visor, glasses and gown came on board, fiddled around with a lady at the back who we were told um, unofficially had developed a fever in flight and they said, okay, you can all get off now and nobody told us what the upshot of that was, what her situation was, whether we should be tested as a result. Have you exhibited any of the symptoms for coronavirus? It's really hard to know. I think you become a little hyper-visual and about them. We may well have it, but we're safe here and we, we're safe from others. As long as we feel okay, I think we'll stay where we are.
0: Stay well, Susie, and she says it's going to be her dinner party story for 2020, Phil, once out of isolation. What's your story? Email us at podcast at worldnomads.com.
1: Have you seen uh, somebody suggested that we unplug 2020 and plug it back in again, see if it works better this time? I think it's a good idea, oh, <laughs> like right. rebooting your commute computer. Yeah, totally. Look, in our next episode, we'll look at the loss of income for travel bloggers. Bye. Bye.
0: The World Nomads Podcast. Explore your boundaries.